I went in search of Tim Entwistle, not so tiny Tim for this Blueprint Christmas Carol, friend of the program and until very recently director of Melbourne's Royal Botanic Gardens, I found him, of course, in the midst of nature's abundance. Merry Christmas, Tim. Oh, Jonathan, yes, Merry Christmas. <laughs> so much red in, in the flowers here. There are, and, and one of the great things in Australia, I think, is it's, there are many more flowers out in summer, which means that having Christmas is not a bad thing uh, in Australia mm. if you're looking for flowers. We're, we're in a small but perfectly formed botanic garden uh, in, in East Melbourne. Tell us about this place. Yeah, look, it's called Maranoa Botanic Garden, and it's a lovely gem. It's full of Australian plants. It's mm. probably or nearly 100 years old. And it was a private property that's gradually grown, developed, planting more and more plants from all over Australia. So you've got things from Western Australia and Queensland and, and also local. And it's planted with, with great intensity. I mean, there's so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's a, it's a plant lover's garden. So, you, you know, you're not getting views and vistas mostly. You're getting an intense uh, sort of growth of, of Australian plants, which people love, of course. And we've been wandering along, looking for, looking for touches of red that make us all feel Christmassy. <laughs> well, that's right. There's a couple of things, you know, you're looking for at Christmas, aren't there? And, and I mean, what, one is the kind of Christmas tree, which maybe we could, we could look... I've got a couple of ideas there with Australian plants, but also a splash of red. What's this one up here? OK, let's have a look. This is... we got two, actually, haven't we? Uh, now... Let's start in the distance of the one that's a bit further away. So that's a Gymea lily. So Dorianthes. Always impressive. <laughs> they are so impressive. Around Sydney particularly, big red sort of toothbrush-like mm. flowers there. That's one species. Another one that has, that's more like sort of an Olympic torch. Okay. Yeah, and this one, though, they're more like a toothbrush. So you sort of the differences there at these two species. But what a what a fine show. I mean, if you've got the space for that. <laughs> well, yeah, so you, if you could fit that in a, in a vase in your front room, that'd be lovely. Now, what's here? Yeah, now this one's a firewheel tree, and I think this is a, a real great one for, you know, December, I guess, or Christmas time around Australia, mm -hmm. red colour. Yep. And it's a, in the protea family, so, you know, with banksias. But a really loosely formed uh, set of... Well, what's it? The, the flower isn't that sort of tight bottle brush. It's... No, no. And if you get a really good one, you'll see you look up high perhaps, they can be like a wheel. So yeah. it's a, a wheel of flowers, bright red, and they always have this sort of little wobbly um, bit with the anther on the end of it. So they're you know, distinctly like a grevillea or something like and that. And a lovely leaf. Yeah, it, it is. And, and a glossy, rich, dark green leaf. And it'll, it'll turn into a big tree. This one's maybe, I don't know, 30, but it's twice, two to three times higher than us, but it's only be 20 years old. They'll, they'll go into a magnificent tree. There's one in the Botanic Gardens in Melbourne that's 100 years old, and it's spectacular when it's in full flower. There's some lily-pilly there, just little baubles, like Christmassy sort yeah, of effect. Yeah, there is, there is. And now just near that lily-pilly too, I think I can see an Eleocarpus, or what do we call that, um, which is a, another great Christmas flower. Let's just have a quick look at that one. Now, this now, way, you think? I want, yeah, I just want to have a look at this very quickly, because this is a blueberry ash. You probably know it, this, this flower here, see? a little subtle, but it's quite okay. a beautiful little flower. Not the one that I misidentified as a lily. See, I was being polite. <laughs> you were just going to say, just, just next to your misidentified. All right, we'll be honest. <laughs> the blueberry ash. And that, that'll get nice little blue fruits on it, yep. uh, which will come over Christmas as well. So this is actually quite a nice Christmassy tree. It's a lovely tree. Even though it's not red, it's, it's, a, it's a faint pink, um, but quite beautiful. 
the parrots are very happy here at the moment. They and are, aren't they? They've, they've spotted our talent. See those red-headed <laughs> rosellas which were around before? The perfect Christmas bird. We just passed a, a flame tree too on the way here, which of course is a wonderful burst uh, of, of seasonal colour. Yeah, and there are a couple of different um, brachychitin botanically is what, what they are, and, and there are oh. many different flowering ones there. It is a great time um, for Australian natives, I, I guess not so much in the late summer, but that, that burst from, from spring till kind of the change of year when they really make the most of it. Well, they do. It's a, it's a bit of... I mean, it's, summer's an odd time in Australia because in some way it's our downtime and it's almost equivalent of winter overseas. Yep. So in that way, it's, it's od- oddly appropriate <laughs> to, to have Christmas here. But, but it's also... You still get a lot of things in flower and there are interesting lots of red things in flower this, this time of year, which is very attractive to birds, that colour. And so you do see many, many things in flower still. A bit of pine up there. Yeah, now maybe this is a... So if we're, if we're looking at Christmas trees, this is always interesting. Is what, you know, what's an Australian... Do you want shape? <laughs> do you want colour? Do you want leaf form? What are you looking for? Well, look, it, it's... I, it, what's interesting is what makes a Christmas tree. And, of course, a lot of people get pines. That's if you go and buy one or you get from a local scout group, or mm. you'll, you'll get a pine tree. The spruce is typically thought of as a traditional tree and I, I uh, read somewhere too that they uh, when, when they were at the height of trying to save those big trees in the Styx Valley in Tasmania the, the huge mountain ash they dressed one up and put baubles on it <laughs> and they said this is the biggest Christmas tree in the world they rang up the, uh, the the Guinness Book of Records who refused because they said it wasn't a spruce and uh, I gather where you can put your regnans. Well, I gather Bob Brown said, "Look, it's an evergreen tree. It's got baubles on it. This makes it a Christmas tree." It makes a fair point. Anyway, they they didn't they weren't successful. But if you do need to stick with a, a pine sort of thing, I, I quite like um, hoop pines or the araucaria. And I've got one in a pot at home, which is it's in its third year, and I'm going to get a few more years out of it. Okay. And then I have to give it to someone <laughs> to put into space. <laughs> to put into somewhere. It's big. not just a Christmas tree, of course. There's there's your holly you might put on your pudding. Yeah. And, and here's, here's a pretty good substitute, I think. That's right. We were looking at a few of these these sort of prickly leaf things or things in the, the protea family again. Mm. You know, we we're talking about that, that firewheel tree. So some of the grevilleas, Pip used to talk about there's a grevillea called aquafolia, which means holly leaf. Ah. And it actually has a, a leaf, you know, not unlike a holly. It has red flowers. And, uh, you know, people thought, well, let's use that for Christmas. Because holly, I'm afraid, is, is your best, a real prime example of inverse seasonality with the yeah, Australian it's, Christmas. It's not doing the right thing, is it? No, that's exactly right. What, what is, though, there's an Australian rhododendron called Lockyei. People might know it because it's being sold quite a bit recently. It's from the mountains in Queensland. Got one here? Um, no, I'm hoping we would find one here today. I'm sure that there'll be one somewhere, and it's... It's usually quite small, but has big red bell flowers, and they're out just before Christmas. And they, they, I think, could make a, a lovely kind of, I don't know, it's not a decoration for your table, it's not a Christmas tree, but it's a Christmas plant. We were talking before about we're passing some, some grevilleas and some calistamon. Again, right now in this sort of, in, in summer is their, their red flower moment. Yeah, and, that, and if you go with red for um, for Christmas, I think that's a good thing. And I remember Paul Bangay once mentioning he had a certain red colour that he liked for Christmas. I think we disagreed, actually. I, I, I go for that. 
I go, I go for a more of this rhododendron red, which is a bit brighter. Paul's might be a bit more crimson. And here, look at even a little banks here popping up out of the ground there with a little oh, wow, reddish hue. Nice. Yeah, yes. yeah. Almost like a decoration of it. It's a, it's a prostrate banks here, and it's wonderful the way it puts those flowers up like candles sitting on the ground. Yeah, and that, look, I'll be pollinated by some little marsupial. Probably mm. not sure here who pollinates them, but it'll be a little animal, probably a possum or something. It'll come and along the ground, or a little rat, you know. What a great plant! Marsupial rat, rat. Now the the other plant I haven't seen yet. I was wondering if we'd see kangaroo apple because the uh, Wurundjeri Wurrung seasons here uh, or the season we're in is signified by All the, about the that Yeah, it is, and it's it's flowering and then fruiting, and has fruit around Christmas time, around December, and same with the cherry ballard, which is another local plant. And that kangaroo apple, it's a beautiful, loose, rangy shrub. <laughs> it's a, a fantastic thing. It, it is, and it's and especially in full burst, as it. Yeah, as you say, would be now. Yeah, and it, it, it looks, I mean, it, it's great when it's in flower and, and looks healthy. What I find odd about it, actually, it it's, it's often suffers in summer, and this is perhaps a, a general thing for people's gardens, it looks like it's struggling, its leaves droop, but it comes back. It's kind of a, a survivor, and that's, you know, think, oh, here we go, it's some flannel flowers. That's a very summery thing, too. Yes. But they're, they're white, I know, where we were looking for red, but... The, I just I just love funnel flowers. Well, there's the white in front of the grevillea behind, which is oh, yeah. giving a nice redness. So, or more flannel flowers yeah, behind. Yeah, and this is, you know, we could be near Sydney in the sandstone um, flora there, and you'd see these popping up in beautiful drifts across there. It's, they're just fantastic. There's so many... When you, when you start to look, and it's sort of the habit of things that are flowering now, like in that, especially in that calistamine, to be like a decorated <laughs> tree, is those little pop... Pops of red. In fact, just above us, we've, we're under it. They've got a bit of a clistamen, we've got a bit of a banks here, but yeah. yeah, just having those, they are quite like Christmas like decorations. Baubles, aren't yeah, they? they are, they are. Yeah. I mean, the other, the other Christmas tree people often have is, well, not often, but I think the sort of exotic one these days is the Wallamai pine because it's, you know, it's a very special tree mm. and it's hard to grow. And, and um, I have used that as a Christmas tree in a pot. The only thing is that the leaves are too soft and you hang, you hang something on I've it. I've killed half a dozen with tinsel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Put a bit of tinsel on the, the poor little thing droops. So it's probably not the best architecture for a Christmas tree. What's that one there? This will be another bottle brush just with a different leaf. So you see, It's, it's an amazing leaf, isn't it? It is, really it is. And it's tight little green-grey leaves. It's quite small. Yeah, that's right. Not sure what that species is, but you can see again the, the distinctive flowers... Up on there as well. Tomasia, is that it? Oh, doesn't feel right. No, there's a Darwinia in front of us with little red flowers. The Darwinia too. is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. low shrub, but yes, little, like little strawberries of red in those spiny leaves. I wonder if this is, it's not quite Paul's red, I think it's a deeper red. <laughs> the other one we've seen a few of as we've passed are, are red flowering gums as well, and that's, mm. you know, and, and they're so available these days, these lovely grafted ones, and you get pinks and reds and all kinds of colours. You can find your, the red you like. And we, I mean, it's interesting, this, this particular time, we're going past some coastal banksias here which are, have done their dash now. Um, so they're quite an early flower, a part of that thing of, you know, summer being that, that dormant period, especially for a, a coastal tree like this, which would shut up shop soon. Yeah, it, it is. And, and, and you know, th things do quieten down, I think, just after Christmas. It's funny, in the, in the UK, when I was there for Christmas, people love that Christmas celebration, the cold, and, all, and it's a real 
uh, it sort of makes you feel happy. But then the weeks after, you go through this sudden sort of depression almost of Christmas is over and now we've got serious winter. I think in Australia, it's interestingly, we sort of go from Christmas into that heat and midsummer, and it can be fires, it can be all kinds of things. And so we almost celebrate and then have this similar uh, lull. Well, sort of regardless of the season, there's the yearning for transition, isn't there? Those, I think you ask almost anyone what would be their favourite times of the year. It would be autumn and spring when things are moving somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, I'm a great, great fan of kind of autumn when not just the colour, but the fact that you see that change into winter and that kind of celebration you have in spring, of course, when you you see the, the garden come to life again. Gosh, those are lovely calistamins here. <laughs> they, they're really beautiful old collection of little trunks there, spindly fingers of these trees. Take some care to make that, but it's a beautiful effect. And look, we can see on the emblem here for Maranoa Botanic Gardens, that's a ah. picture of the firewheel tree well, as there you well. Go. So they, they obviously recognise Tree de jour. <laughs> it is. And a cowrie in the background. I, I wouldn't pick that as a Christmas tree. It's obviously a bit tall, the one we're looking at, but even in a, a pot, probably not, not perfect. But I think if you go with, I mean, if you want the traditional thing, go with a pine or something like that, but people dress up gum trees and all kinds of things these days. I think that's fun. I mean, the, it's the, the fact of dressing up a particular tree, that's, that's the Christmas act, and it was only by accident of of Queen Victoria's <laughs> German right. marriage that we, we happen to have this fixation on pines and firs. Well, and also even having it as a Christmas tree, I, that, that's why I quite like that, that native rhododendron, just because you don't, you don't need to do anything with that. You just you have that in a pot and there's this sort of uh, reminder, I think, of, of the, the loveliness of nature and all that sort of thing and beautiful flowers and you, it doesn't need... An addition. It's almost unadorned. Oh, look, there, there it is. I, I think, in, in conclusion, the, the definitive Australian Christmas gesture. The kangaroo paw, right? <laughs> and, and Johnson, you are looking at the tiniest little insignificant kangaroo paw you could possibly find. But that actually, that's that's a very summery, long-lasting flower. I think, I think you found it. We're cracked. That, that not a tree, but no, no, no. Certainly a seasonal. Again, plant. doesn't have to be on the table. Doesn't have to be a tree with baubles. This could just be in your garden, reminding you of uh, the time of year. Kangaroo paw. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, John. Same for you too. <laughs> Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.